0: Hey everyone, this is Leticia from Paris, and you're listening to Powerful Podcasting Stories, the show that reveals how podcasters, creators, and editors around the world do it behind the scenes. Behind the microphone. I challenged myself to get at least 100 episodes in 10 days. Are you curious enough to know if I succeeded or not? Well, you'll have to keep listening. Today we're talking about editing with a podcaster who is usually off mic and in the dark, editing the episodes we end up listening. What's their process of making them complete? Let's listen to our guest's powerful story.
1: My name is Tom Viveris. In the podcast editing sphere, I run a podcast service called Podcast One Stop whereby I offer podcast editing, music production, music licensing, and various other services related to podcast editing. I live in Esonet, Mass, which is a small village inside of Freetown, Mass, approximately 40 miles south of Boston and 30 miles east of Providence.
0: Do you have a background in sound design, journalism, content editing? Like, what's your background? And what got you into podcasting?
1: My background in sound design lies in the areas of audio engineering, music production, music composition. I'm a session musician as well. And other editing functions related to music and the music field. I entered the podcast editing business as I always have one finger on new trends, and I could see that as a trending discipline, so I decided to throw my hat in the ring. Since then, I have done a considerable amount of podcast editing.
0: On what software do you edit the podcasts? Is it effective and fast enough for you?
1: Regarding the software that I use to edit podcasts, I'm not married to any one software in particular. I do use Reaper as my main door and my secondary editor is SoundForge. Although I have been able to use Pro Tools, Audacity and other softwares depending on the client. With regard to editing spectral data, I use Isotopes RX, as well as Steinberg's Spectral Layers.
0: What kind of podcast formats do you edit most? How long are they? How many guests? How much sound design is involved?
1: The podcast formats that I seem to edit most Our corporate-type podcasts, which are private, don't get distributed publicly and are mainly distributed in-house. Seldom have guests, but they do on occasion. I also do some audiobooks and things of that nature, which I actively do seek. The corporate podcasts... I don't really seek those. Those folks are recommended to me by other clients, word of mouth, etc. In audiobooks, there's a certain amount of sound design involved, of course. Corporate podcasts, not so much.
0: What is the most challenging episode you edited? And why? Tell us what happened.
1: Somebody decided that they were going to record their podcasts on their cell phone that they had in their shirt pocket. After that experience, I decided not to use those (laughs) types of podcasts anymore. The amount of effort to bring that back to something even listenable just isn't worth it.
0: Take us briefly through what you, as an editor, receive to what you deliver, like an exported complete interview. Tell us more about your whole editing process.
1: The process I use to edit audio largely depends on the type of audio that I'm actually working with. If it's a straight ahead strict podcast that requires one type of uh, process, an audio book would be something entirely different and closely related but also different would be a video or movie score. In terms of a strict podcast, first thing I usually do is I adjust for any DC offset. Secondly, I normalize the file to minus 3 dB. Thirdly, what I would normally do is deal with any constant noise, such as hum, things like that, that go through the entire file. Then it's a matter of dialogue editing, cleaning up the uh, the spacing, the, uh, the uh, momentum of the podcast. And then finally, it's a matter of using audio ...processes such as gain staging or changing volumes. Not big on compression, I use a little bit more so for, um, uh, for tightening up and polishing up a, uh, the audio. I do use um, a bit of limiting and, of course, adjusting for the proper output.
0: If you're not the host... Do you, as an editor, have the right to remove content from the interview?
1: With regard to editing podcasts, I never reserve the right to edit a podcast's content without the permission of the podcaster. Even though there may have been times when the podcaster told me to use my discretion, I never do that. I'm not here to judge somebody's content. I may make suggestions and recommendations, but I would never take it upon myself to edit without checking with the uh, podcaster.
0: And finally, share with us some of the tips and tricks that top podcast editors use to make audio sparkle.
1: With the exception of audio from a professional voiceover artist, most audios can be improved to one degree or another. Whether or not you can make a Sparkle largely depends on the source itself. There's old saying that you can't make a purse out of a sow's ear, and much is the case with audio. Some audio is just so bad that it can't be made to Sparkle. It can be improved, but that's about the end of it. As far as other tips and tricks. It mostly takes experience. I've been doing this for over forty years, so a lot of things, uh, a lot of nuances you learn over the years. When I started editing, it was with a razor blade and a tape block, so you kind of learn a little bit differently, but you get a different understanding of what editing actually does. I wouldn't recommend anybody have to go through that these days, but primarily, the longer you're in this, the more you've dealt with the same situations over and over, and the more you uh, do, do by trial and error, those are probably the best tips I could ever give anybody.
0: Thank you so much for being an inspiring guest on my show. And thank you for sharing your process, challenges, tips, and tricks with us. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode. To know more about your guest, you can find all the links in the description below, including a special link. If you're a podcaster and would like to participate as a guest, go ahead and be my guest. This challenge was recorded asynchronously on Rumble Studio. If you too want to create podcasts at scale, try it for free. Well, with this episode, I'm 1% closer to my goal. But have I reached 100? See you in the next episode.